some of the questions that have come up and some of your uh, issues, we already recognize we share. You know, it, it's, it's a collective. And it's quite ancient. <laughs> While it may seem accelerated in the 21st century, you know, the Bhagavad Gita, which is one of the you know, sacred texts of India, it's a dialogue between Krishna and Arjuna. Krishna is considered kind of symbolically one's higher self, and Arjuna is that part of ourselves that's trying to figure it out. And it's a dialogue be between the two. So Arjuna asks Krishna, Oh Krishna, the stillness of divine union which you describe is beyond my comprehension. How can the mind, which is so restless, attain lasting peace? Krishna, the mind is restless, turbulent, powerful. Trying to control it is like trying to tame the wind. It is true that the mind is restless and difficult to control, Krishna says. But it can be conquered, Arjuna, through regular practice and patience. Okay. So that's the Bhagavad Gita. So this is something people throughout all of time have been uh, kind of working with. And there's an image in one of the Upanishads, in the Kata Upanishad, that helps give an orientation to the nature of the mind. It's like a map you know, of our mind, our sensory organs, the body. How does it all fit together, and how can this help us in our, in our pursuit of uh, serenity and tranquility? Okay. And the Kata Upanishad is a beautiful, beautiful story. Um, it's the story of this, this young boy who has sacrificed himself so that his family can survive. And in sacrificing himself, he's gone to um, the other side. He's gone to um, Yama, is the name in the Kata Upanishad, of death. Now, Yama, we know, also means discipline or to be a disciple. Now, prana, yama, the yamas. Now, those ethical uh, precepts that we take in our, in our yoga practice. So this is a discussion between yama and this young boy. And yama is explaining kind of what is the mind, what is the, how does it all work? Know the Self, capital S. Know the Self as Lord of the Chariot. The body is the chariot itself. The discriminating intellect as charioteer and the mind as reins. The senses, say the wise, are the horses. Selfish desires are the roads they travel. When the Self is confused with the body, mind, and senses. He seems to enjoy pleasure and suffer sorrow. When his mind is undisciplined, the senses run hither and thither like wild horses. 
but they obey the rein like trained horses when one has discrimination and has made the mind one-pointed. So the image, in a sense, the body's the container, the body's the chariot, the body is what carries us on this journey from the beginning of life to the end of life. Now, uh, it's a gift, you know, it's a goddess, you know, the, the, the senses um, are the interface between everything glorious and beautiful and transformative around us and everything glorious and beautiful transformative within us, you know, and how we kind of practice helps us be able to kind of see things in their glory, in their perversity, in their diversity, uh, and as we, throughout life, cultivate what this uh, Upanishad calls the discriminating mind, then we have the choice of whether we suffer. There is pain. There is pain in life, but whether we suffer from it. You know, we cut ourselves, there's pain. You know, um, we lose a dear friend, there's pain. But how we relate with suffering is what the practice is about. Now, so Krishna, um, as the self, capital S, the Lord of the chariots, the part of ourselves that witnesses. Now, now whether we listen to this witnessing self, no, or the wild horses, that's the practice. It's a, it's, a, it's a helpful image. And without any preferences or, pre or prejudices or expectations. No, because it's a journey. It's a journey. In the Yoga Sutras, um, one of the most salient of all the sutras, Abhyasa Varadhyabhyam Samapati Bhayam. Abhyasa is practice, the practice. Varadhyabhyam is often translated as not to be attached to the outcome. I think a more contemporary translation is patience. <laughs> practice and patience, the two Ps, okay? practice and patience. Okay? In the Upanishads, the image is the two wings of the bird. A bird can't fly with one wing. It takes both wings, practice and patience. So as you sit, and as you find your mind going here and there, sensations, thoughts, emotions, feelings, sounds outside of you, you know, sounds inside of you, those are the wild horses. It's natural. A part of the mind, the small s, you know, it can go th with the horses or with practice, those horses can be tamed. You know. The sensations will still be there. The thoughts will still be there. Okay, but your relationship with them changes. You know, just like the sun is always there. Sometimes there's a cloud, sometimes there's a storm, sometimes there's a rainbow. You know, the sun is still there. Okay. Okay. So, as you practice patience and all is coming. 